So welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored by Alltech, and thanks to our supporting partners, 3X Logic, Mighty, and Aura. Now, my guest this week on our Christmas special is none other than Steve Teetum. Steve is the Group Head of Loss Prevention at Next PLC, looking after all channels, so warehousing, stores, e-com, as well as corporate, and I think everything in between. 500 UK stores and 200 international based stores, as well as their hugely successful e-com business. Starting his LP career in the mid-90s, Steve has over 22 years managing risk within the total retail environment and a self-confessed engine of change, always looking to further enhance profitability through cost-effective LP initiatives, efficient ways of working, and most importantly, collaborative teamwork. Now, when he's not working, and it does happen occasionally, Steve enjoys spending time with his three children, and most weekends can be found pitch side in all weathers. I know that one well, but supporting his son, who plays for an English Football League One academy team. Steve, welcome. Season's greetings, Paul. Well, I know there you go, and I have to say, uh, hugely impressed with uh, uh, with the Santas and the Christmas tree and the baubles. Uh, so, uh, yeah, got got in uh, on on message as well. So, thank you. Yeah, no, great to be here. Thank you. Now, really appreciate you finding the time uh, to join me right before Christmas. I know these last few days can be hugely manic, um, but before we get into um, all things retail, I think we need to get onto something, arguably more important. I want to take you back a couple of months, if I may, to the King Power Stadium in Leicester and the 2022 Fraud Awards. 550 of your nearest and dearest friends from within the risk and loss prevention community. Um, how was the evening for you and, and the next team? Was it fun? Paul, it's always fun. Um, we, we love the event, as you know. Um, it's great to be able to pull the, the whole team in very difficult when you've got retail and warehousing and they're all off doing their own individual things but it's the one time that we are actually put, able to pull everybody together uh, in a semi-work social setting uh, and have a few beers and uh, hopefully pick up a few trophies along the way. And, and talking of those trophies, now just, just looking back over, next online loss prevention team got a highly commended now, for those that know Andy Wainwright, who heads up, uh, reports to you and heads up that part of the business, the question is, has he recovered yet from, from not being on the top step and winning? Because I don't think he's ever been there and not won away with a winner's award. Yeah, so, so, so the honest answer is no. Uh, he, he still cries about it now. Um, but, you know, um, I mean, highly commended is still, still really good. I mean, you know, fair play to Halfords and the journey that they've been on. And, and I saw the podcast uh, the other week and, you know, it was interesting to hear what, what they're doing in that space and how they're doing it. So listen, I can't take anything away from Halfords. You know, they were, they were the winners, but I know Andy is uh, beavering away really hard to ensure that he reclaims what he sees as his, as his yeah. title. So uh, there's the gauntlet laid uh, and let's see where we are this time, uh, this time next year. There you go. Very exciting. Now, as well as that, I know Through Vision won Vendor of the Year, and I know you guys use and rate them very highly. And then there was Next, Cognify, and DIS as well, another winner. So that was three big cheers, I remember, from the Next tables on the night. Yeah, brilliant. It's brilliant. I mean, um, all, all different sort of like parts of the, the group here at Next as well. So great to have, you know, different people on stage uh, with, with those vendors, you know, uh, receiving the accolade. Uh, you know, so yeah, brilliant. Um, I mean, Fruvision, you know, is a business that I have been using for four, nearly five years now. 
and uh, as a business and as a product offering, they're, they're, they constantly listen to the feedback we've given them uh, and then, you know, sort of like adopted their, their products and, you know, kind of given us ultimately what we wanted. And uh, that's what you want from a business, right? You know, you, you know, when you talk to your vendors, you want them to listen and go, okay, Steve, we haven't quite got that, but you know what? It's a great idea. We'll go away and we'll see what we can do. And, and for me, through Vision, are one of those businesses that have tentatively listened to us, what, what we need to make our operation, you know, uh, sort of like slicker and quicker from a screening perspective in warehouse and distribution. And I've got to admit, the walkthrough system that we've been helping to develop with them over the last few years is, it, it, I tell you what, it is 22nd century. It's really, really good stuff. So we've uh, we rolled out to a few of our of our big DCs, uh, and uh, I think we've got a third one being done in the next week or so. Um, but very well received by colleagues who have to move through that entrance and exit on a daily basis. It's seamless. So um, yeah, uh, I've got to give those boys and girls ten out of ten for, for for their products and what they've done for Next over the last few years. It's been great. Well, interesting. So uh, uh, Matt at Throughvision stood me up at short notice for a podcast oh. recording, and you have you forgotten him yet, Paul? Have you forgotten? That sounds like it was probably you demanding that extra <laughs> DC be, being done at short notice that that caused him to scurry around. All I'm going to say is you know which size is bread buttered on, Paul. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> now, um, and, and then as well as that huge success, there is just the small matter of the award of the evening, which is to crown the Retail Risk Director of the Year. Uh, and you were on the shortlist for this year. And as that shortlist was read out, I've got to ask you, were you quietly confident? Did you think, you know what, I've got to make it, you know, another one for next this evening? What were you feeling like? Yeah, so, I mean, you, you know, I, I'm quite a confident young man. So, you know, you, you do sort of like, you know, look, look at the competition and pay respect to the competition and kind of go well, that person's been very busy in that space and that person's been quite busy in that other space and have I done enough? And then you start to question yourself. So when I turned up on the night, I, 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 I convinced myself I wasn't going to, um, you know, walk away with the, uh, the coveted prize. Um, I, I talked myself out of it, basically, Paul, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, but when when the announcement was made, then yeah, wow. Um, I mean, I still smile about it now. It's, it's, it, it was just an amazing feeling really to, to hear your name called out and, you know, to, to, to hear the people cheering and clapping around you. It was very humbling, but a great experience at the same time. Yeah, funny enough, I was just looking uh, through some photos from the night and, uh, you know, uh, there was that moment where your name was called out. There was a big cheer, you get to walk on stage uh, towards Ed Byrne, who was hosting the evening, and the photos, everybody stood up, round of applause. I mean, when the moment your name was called out, do you remember anything of that, that walk, the music's pumping out? I think I think, I think, think I lost my peripheral vision, to be fair, uh, Paul. You know, everything, everything sort, of seemed, sort of seemed to go sort of like narrow, and it was right, get to the stage, do not trip up when you're trying to get onto the stage. Be calm and cool when you walk up to Ed, because I am a fan of Ed, you know, I, he's been on TV and he's, you know, he's, he's done some great things and, you know, don't look an idiot, don't, don't be a fool, you know, all these things that you don't really appreciate, you know, what is actually going on out there. You, you kind of just focus on, don't, don't, don't look a fool, Steve, you know, just, just make sure you, you're okay. But then, but then as I approached Ed and Ed's having a little bit of a dance and, I thought, well, hell, why not? Let's have a little bit of a dance with him on stage as well. I mean, it's not every day you get to dance with Ed Byrne, right? So, 
you know, I, I kind of let the uh, the shackles go and, and, and relaxed a bit more once I was on stage near Ed. Um, I think the restraining order is coming through in the next few weeks, actually, from Ed. So, uh, you know. Do you know what? I think, you know, I think you and probably Wayne Corbett from Sensomatic, if you remember that moment as well, pogoing with uh, with Ed on stage. I mean, they're just yeah, legendary moments and they just sort of make the occasion. Everybody was so pleased for you for, for, for winning the award as well. Yeah, no, it was a great, great experience. Uh, very humbling as well that, you know, your peer group have, have recognised the efforts that you've done. So, yeah, I'm very appreciative of the judges and, and the panel that ultimately, you know, um, Sort of like I said, yeah, let's let's award Steve it. So yeah, I'm I'm very happy, mate. Very happy. I don't, I don't have it here today. It's pride of place in the office, by the way. Back oh, at right. Enderby, I'm at home today. So uh, yeah, but it's it's there, proud as proud as uh, proud as punch on 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 the most prominent place in my office when you walk in. So there you go. I almost expect to see it on the main reception desk at Next HQ. Photo <laughs> of you by the side. Dancing. No, Andy's are all there. I can't get, I can't wedge mine in between all the awards Andy's had over the years. So. And, and I have to say, you know, you touched on it there. You know, I think it's really important to, to recognise that, you know, to get shortlisted is a huge achievement. It is an all retailer judging panel. So it's not, yeah. you know, it's not a roulette wheel. It's not me sat in the office thinking, who do I like most this year? This is, this is a genuinely you know, uh, tough peer group that review all of the nominations and uh, and make the award. So, you know, I think it's huge congratulations, you know, for everything that you've done at Next. You know, the 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 projects and the steps forward that Next take are huge. You know, people like Through Vision. It's a great product, but I think, you know, you've made them into a better product because of the feedback. And I think they acknowledge that and the other vendors. So, yeah, really, really pleased for you. And I think everybody in the room, uh, even those other shortlisted individuals would, would have to sort of doff their caps and, and say, Do you know, what? that was that was very, very well deserved. So congratulations again, Steve. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Thank you. So so and I think yeah, maybe next time I'm uh, at Enderby headquarters, I might just uh, have a little accident with those trophies of Andy's and find some space <laughs> for you on there. I think I, th I think he's had his time. <laughs> Yeah, they're very well guarded. You know, we all have a whole task force dedicated to protecting Andy's online trophies. Well, so. I know I've seen those, uh, the sort of the next police force with their body cams going out. I've uh, heard rumours one of them's deployed permanently to protect those trophies. So, yeah, quite quite the task. Now, um, I, I want to go on, you know, staying with you and, and reflecting a moment on 2022. But before I do, we're just going to take uh, a brief break and hear from our sponsors and then we'll be right back. For every type of business, the power of a data-driven security video management system designed to give you total control anywhere, anytime, 3xLogic. So welcome back to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast. I am, of course, still talking to Steve Teetum. Now, just before the break there, we were touching on the huge successes that Next had at the Fraud Awards, and particularly Steve winning Retail Risk Director of the Year. But I just want to now pivot a little bit, but staying in 2022 and just understand maybe, Steve, you know, this year, how has it been for Next overall? Yeah, there are tough trading conditions out there, but Next as a retail business really just, just seemed to be nailing it time and time again. You know, what, what's your perspective uh, on 2022 been? So, uh, I mean, from a trading perspective, you know, 2022 started off really well for Next. I think when we released our Q1 and Q2 trading statements to the city, uh, you know, they were very, very positive and very buoyant. And, you know, our outlook at the time after Q2 was 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 ambitious. Um, and then Q3 bit, 
uh, which, you know, this, this is where, you know, the cost of living really became very prominent. Every news channel covering it, you know, energy prices and things like that. So we, you know, in Q3, we, we saw a very worrying initial Q3 from a sales perspective. Um, but I think once everything had calmed down, the dust had settled a little bit, we started to see an, an improvement. And, and actually Q3 finished quite quite well for us as well. But at the beginning of Q3, there was a few people nervous and a bit of nail biting going on in terms of what the sales were doing. Um, but Q4, we do, we do expect it to slow down a little bit, but we do expect to be hitting our targets in terms of uh, bricks and mortar sales, online sales, and then ultimately profit contribution. Um, so I think we will deliver the numbers that we've said we will deliver to the city. So um, yeah, all good, all yeah. good. It is interesting, isn't it? How, uh, and it's one of my pet hates, but you know, so it, you know, the press and the media, you know, I always, do I smile? I don't know. Talking about, you know, house prices declining, but forgetting to mention the massive rises most people have seen over the last couple of years. It's very easy to create that negativity. I mean, there are some huge challenges in the world, but, you know, boy, we can't half talk ourselves into recession, can't we, at, uh, at, at certain times. But I guess that, that sells more newspapers than, uh, than actually don't worry, everything's OK. Yeah, I think it's that old saying, isn't it? Bad news sells. So, you know, uh, good news stories don't seem to feature too heavily on our media these days. But um, yeah, I, I mean, just just thinking about 2023, really, we, we are anticipating as a business quite a challenging 2023 from a sales perspective. I mean, you know, when those electricity bills and gas bills drop on people's letterboxes in Jan, Feb, March, and everybody's paying double or triple or whatever you know, whatever, whatever it ends up turning out to be, as well as paying for Christmas and things like that. I, th I think that that Q1 is going to be particularly tricky for a lot of businesses out there. Um, we're, we're always seen as a bit of a bellwether out there in terms of the market. But, you know, 2023 will be challenging, um, you know, for, I think for, 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 for the vast majority of retailers out there. Yeah, it, it is. And I think, uh, you know, it's, I suppose it's a uh, testament to Next's progress that you are now seen as that bellwether. Once sort of, you know, days gone past, it would have been you know, older, more traditional retailers. But people now look to see what Next are, are doing, because if you guys are struggling, then, you know, sure as hell, everybody else is likely to be having a, a tough time. Um, I'm interested in terms of, you know, the year gone, what's taken up the bulk of your time? Yeah, you know, I, I jotted down here. What's the biggest threat of the year? been for you where is the is there a new area that's forced itself onto the radar in your department or is it some old favorites that have continued to be troublesome yeah i would say it's the old favorites uh, i mean certainly bricks and mortar you know our, our sales have been quite buoyant in bricks and mortar uh, so far this year uh, but so was our shrinkage unfortunately uh, and i think you know th there's a couple of factors i think that have that have provided a challenge for next really and you know, there are eight and a half thousand empty premises up and down the high streets uh, that were occupied a few years ago and are no longer. So certainly from a, a risk perspective, we, we're definitely seeing uh, risk coming into our stores, which has been displaced by those those other retailers uh, no longer on the high street. So we're seeing, you know, we're seeing some effects of that. Uh, I think as well, people's been quite challenging, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, you know, we have the majority of our in-house uh, LP team uh, and to um, 
you know, to, to, to keep bums on seats has been quite a big challenge. Um, you know, people are feeling the pinch. So, you know, some of our officers have moved on to other roles, whether that's in or out of security. And, and, and you know, some of them have gone for an extra 20, 30 pence an hour more, um, which is really disappointing. But I understand that, you know, a lot of people out there are, are, are thinking about every single penny that they that they can earn and ultimately what they spend. So vacancies for, for me and my team have been have been a challenge. And I think for next generally, you know, we've we've, we've seen a bit of a churn of, 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 of sort of like the workforce and, and the labour market is extremely competitive at the moment. So, yeah, that, that that's proved quite challenging for us as well this year. But certainly retail, bricks and mortar shrink is the one that I think we've, we've focused on the most this year because we've seen that going in the wrong direction. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's talk of, you know, sort of, uh, those guys and girls that might look to commit fraud against physical stores they've been locked away like the rest of us for a couple of years yeah they've got mm. pent-up demand and I guess you know it, it puts all of that pressure doesn't it as things get back to normal yeah I think what, what, what we started to see really is um, you know customers going online and and finding price comparisons to to the goods that they want to purchase because they want to well, they want to pay the lowest amount but but what, what unfortunately what we're seeing is we've seen goods that have been stolen out of next stores materialize on facebook selling pages or social media selling pages or marketplaces uh with the guise of our unwanted present or you know um you know um, whatever excuse they give uh, and what we're seeing is maybe some of our genuine customers may be purchasing those items online not knowing that they've been removed from our stores unlawfully and making those purchases. So, um, you know, it's interesting that, you know, that's then feeding the professionals, the the, the, the habituals to, to steal more. So it's not that we're starting to see most of our customers steal from us. That's not the case. It's just that those that are, are stealing more because there's a bit more demand yeah. for our products cheaper on those social media sites. So it's an interesting dynamic, what, what we're seeing happening out there at the moment. Yeah, I guess it's sort of an interesting trend to pick up. So you've got good, loyal customers that want next products that genuinely think they're buying the surplus pair of jeans from somebody else's birthday, from the person that just happens to have 47 pairs of jeans. But, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so as we head into 2023, you know, what are the sort of topics and trends? What, what areas are you going to be focusing on? Uh, with sort of the LP and risk side, what do you see as the as the, the, the big issues? I, I think the biggest issue, and, and you know, we've we've started to see this certainly in the tail end of this year for next, and and as we go into next year, it is that uh, verbal and physical violence piece. Uh, I mean, some retailers I think have had this for some time, uh, and maybe because of our customer demographic, maybe because of the types of products we sell. You know, we, we, we haven't seen lots of that, but we have started to see it trending in the wrong direction at Next. And I think next year, you know, we, we will uh, we will be supporting stores in particular with body worn video to to deter that kind of activity in our shops in future. Because we, we think that the trend's going to continue and without some kind of intervention, without doing something different, um, you know, we're, 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 we're going to see that trend increase. So we're a bit nervous about that for next year. So, you know, managed to secure some investment from the business to, to introduce body worn 
we've got body one at the moment, but I need to upscale it and roll it out to, to more bricks and mortar stores to, to support uh, the colleagues, um, you know, dealing with what seems to be customers who've just forgot how to behave over the COVID period, to be brutally honest. But um, that's a worrying trend we're seeing. Yeah. And are you seeing that uh, uh, refunds, just general interaction? Is there a particular, you know, you go, OK, we're going to deploy body worn on people that deal with our customer queries. Is, is there a, a, a trend to where you're seeing that? It's a, it's a great question. And actually, you know, I mean, as a, as a risk-based individual, I'm thinking shoplifting and saying no to returns where there's no record of sale. But actually, you know, it can be customer service driven. It can be just simply customers not hearing what they want to hear from store teams, whether that's collecting a parcel or maybe dropping an online parcel off. It, it, it doesn't seem to be exclusively parceled into the shop theft issue you know that that those increased levels of verbal and physical aggression occur at every touch point if you like within a store it's just it's concerning that it isn't just one thing that's driving it, it seems to be a lot of different things that are driving customers behavior and of course we've got brilliant training packages you know we we, we support our stores with training and with advice and guidance and all that all that good stuff but for some reason, and I'm not a psychologist and I don't know the reasons why, but it's just it seems to have gone up a few notches and it's, it's in society in general, which is, which is very worrying, very concerning. Yeah, you've, you've got to sort of uh, really get quite troubled or certainly, you know, what's, what's driven that in the wider society? Because some very, you know, you know shopping in neck should not and isn't a, a, a difficult place to go um and and i'm you know i know people like boots have had huge problems and is it because of the prescription the drugs it shouldn't be that either but you've got to wonder what's going on i don't know maybe maybe people have watched too much tiktok over over lockdown i think uh as a reading we get different content in uh in the rest of the world than uh than, than it's, it's funny you say that paul because um uh, you know you know some, some people out there in the industry are are saying that it's almost like people are behaving in real life as they would behave online. Uh, now, I'm not a big social media guy. I, I, I see things now and again. And, you know, I talk to my, talk to my kids on social media. They, they don't like talking to me face-to-face anymore. You know, everything seems to be done through WhatsApp or Snapchat or Insta or whatever. Um, but, yeah, there's a few out there going, you know, it's like, you know, being locked up and communicating online and having this certain tone and, way of behaving online is now transitioned into real life, which that may be the case. I, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's, it's worrying. It's certainly worrying for those workers that, you know, work in bricks and mortar and exposed to all those different types of customers that, you know, we, we, we're seeing the level of verbal and physical aggression that we are. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, when you get to the point, you know, it's widespread opposed to isolated. I think, you know, I understand why you know, body worn comes in and uh, be fascinated to see if we get some initial feedback and perhaps get you to share that. I know more and more retailers are talking about their experiences and the sort of a, a little bit of a best practice starting to to appear on that. So, yeah, I mean, is it, you know, from that point of view and then the other channels, the the DCs, Ecom, are they, I hate, has, yeah, I hate to say, you know, sorted and in place, but I know you've done a lot of work on on those you know you're happy with with where you've got those is it is it the stores that are going to get the focus in 23 yeah paul the team will always tell you i'm never happy um you know there's there's always something to go at so you know it might be good now but it's well can it be better tomorrow and the day after so we're, we're always 
looking to continuously improve. But I think, you know, focusing on our logistics business, you know, there are challenges there, um, particularly with, with, with trailer thefts at the moment. We, we have seen a worrying trend of stuff going missing from the docks through to our, our DCs. Um, it's always been there bubbling away in the background, uh, but it's reached a level now where it's, it's you know, it's, 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 it's got to be tackled. Uh, and working with NAVSIS has been brilliant, actually. We've, 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 we now support NAVSIS and they support us and the intelligence and the advice that, that we get from that organization now is, has, been, has been really good. So we're hopefully going to bring those losses and mitigate that risk down. But, you know, when the OCG starts sniffing around and taking an interest in you, you know, you've, you've got to work with the right partners. And NAVSIS is certainly a great partner for us to, uh, to help with you know, that, that, that cargo crime element that, that we're seeing. Um, but in terms of online, I mean, online's, online's okay. Um, it's kind of there. I mean, we've got an Andy Wainwright looking after it, so it's, it's going to be okay. But, you know, we do see peaks and troughs. Um, I think, you know, for us, we've, we've, um, we've installed some returns lockers, some self-service returns lockers in stores. And, of course, you know, with anything self-service, there's always an element of risk. And we know that. But what's really disappointing is, you know, we're seeing some very credible, long-standing customers, online customers who they've seen something on TikTok or somebody sent them something and there's a little clip and it tells them how to get their shopping for free and what to do. And, you know, we've, 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 we've had to deal with that recently. And, you know, trying to improve the customer journey and make it as seamless as possible, unfortunately, does create opportunities for, for, for people to... Um, you know, maybe do things they shouldn't do. But Andy's got that well covered. And, you know, once we start seeing these spikes and trends, we're, we're all over it to keep it in check. So, um, yeah, I would say, long way of saying, it's it's the bricks and mortar, Paul, that are, are giving me cause for concern at the moment. Yeah, and I have to say, you know, really, it's always, you know, you're always so positive. You know, you've, you know, you've got projects going on in all of the, the channels under your remit i think you know all of that played out and was uh, led to your peers quite rightly saying retail risk director of the year so congratulations again on that um you. hopefully you're going to get uh, a little bit of time off over christmas and into the new year although uh, those uh, naughty boys and girls might might try and uh, have something to say about that uh but for now steve thank you uh, so much indeed have an utterly fabulous christmas and new year i'll certainly look forward to seeing you in person in uh, in 2023 yeah thanks paul thanks for having me and uh, season's greetings and i hope you and your family have a have a good one likewise and for those listening i will be back next week on the 30th of december with uh, an end of year wrap up with tony Donofio. but for now steve it's been absolutely uh, a pleasure as always thanks very much yeah pleasure too paul thank you take care